slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Friday or weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could be with us today as we talk all things New York Islanders. Lots going on, even though, you know, it's been quiet on the headline front, but lots going on behind the scenes. We'll talk about free agency, what the Islanders are working on, what the rumors are, and where the team stands now after two days of free agency what we can expect to happen in the very near future. We also look at the season that Scotty Mayfield had for the Islanders this year. Was Mayfield uh, a good defenseman for this team? Did he improve or regress as this season went on? We'll talk about that and his potential future role with the franchise. And of course, we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. It's a free audio-only social media platform just for sports fans. So Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, or a subject you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that you suggest uh, as a topic. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest free agent signings, trades, and rumors and news all the way up through the start of training camp, the preseason, and yes, the 2021-2022 NHL regular season. So again, we're two days into free agency. Today is now day three, and it's been very quiet for the New York Islanders on the headline front. And that's okay. Uh, yes, this team has moves it still needs to make and, and I think will make, But the quiet, while frustrating on a certain level for a lot of fans, should not alarm anybody. Uh, Another couple of players who the Islanders were rumored to be uh, possibly interested in, Brendan Saad now signing uh, a new deal with the St. Louis Blues worth $4.5 million a year. Uh, So Saad is not going to be an Islander right now. You know, players coming off the board, but that's okay too. Here, as we look at it, is what's rumored to be going on right now. And the big thing, as far as the Islanders are concerned, is still to re-sign some of their own players. And that means primarily, right now, Casey Sezikis and Adam Pellick. 
Those are, I think, the two biggest names out there for the Islanders uh, to re-sign. Obviously, you got to re-sign Sorokin. You got to re-sign Bavillier. But the restricted free agents, you know, uh, that is, those, those guys don't have leverage. So Pellick, Sorokin, and Bavillier, not going anywhere. And yeah, you want to work out a deal with them before uh, those of the players that are arbitration eligible have to go to arbitration. You want to work out a deal, obviously, before training camp gets underway. But that's not the ultimate sense of urgency. Look, you don't want anyone to try to come in and swoop in and sign them. But those guys really, realistically, not going anywhere. Now, the other rumors that are going around uh, is that both Zach Parisi and Kyle Palmieri uh, are negotiating with the Islanders. The deals may even be done according to some sources that I've uh, checked in with, but they haven't obviously made any announcement yet. And to me, you know, again, I, I feel like signing both Parise and Palmieri doesn't really make sense for the Islanders. I, I would think you sign one or the other. They're both older players who are best suited right now for a role on the third line, maybe can move up to the second line if there are injuries or, or you know, an issue of chemistry. In a pinch, a game or two, you could throw them on the first line, but at this stage in their career, I think Kyle Palmieri and Zach Parise's uh level of play isn't really first line anymore. And we saw Palmieri on the first line a little bit late in the season and in the playoffs. Uh, You know, mixed reviews. He was not great, but not awful, at least in the playoffs. During the regular season, he clearly struggled. Uh, but, But to me, I would think you sign one of them. The other thing, though, is that according to uh, rumors going around, that both Adam Pellick and Casey Sezikis are working with Lou Lamorello, negotiating and trying to make, uh, you know, find ground to finalize some new deals. And, and that's good news. And, you know, the, the comforting thing from an Islanders fan perspective about the first couple of days of free agency, it's disappointing that the Islanders haven't announced any signings yet. Fans are always excited. Hey, free agency is here. We're going to sign this guy. Maybe we'll sign that guy. Okay. You know what? You know, at the end of the day, you you end up signing one or two guys and there are rumors about 12 or 15. So so you got to understand the process. But the other aspect of it is that you haven't heard any rumors at all of any other team being linked to Casey Sezikis or any other team being linked to Kyle Palmieri or Zach Parise. So a player of of Sezikis' caliber, yeah, he's a fourth-line guy, but he's one of the best fourth-line guys in the league. We've talked, you know, on yesterday's show about his intangibles and the things he brings to the table for the New York Islanders, and that's all good. If... Other teams thought there was a realistic chance that they could compete and sign a player like Casey Sezikis. They'd be all over him, and rumors would be all over the media, 
and they'd leak the, you know, different sides, whether it would be Sezikis' side or the other teams would start leaking rumors. We're not seeing any of that. So while nothing is done until it's signed, sealed, and delivered, overall, good news that we're not hearing any rumors about uh, Sezikis going elsewhere, Palmieri going elsewhere, uh, and that increases the likelihood that these players will be either re-signing with or signing with the Islanders. And and I think that that, you know, this organization values keeping its own players first. They will add, they're going to add a defenseman, they're going to add at least one forward, but the good news is it appears as of right now that it's all quiet on the Sezikis front except for the Islanders, and hopefully that's the way it stays. Either way, all weekend. Follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you updated as soon as there's a signing. And of course, we'll talk about whatever moves the Islanders make on Monday's show. When we come back, we'll talk about Scotty Mayfield. How did the defenseman do last year, regular season, playoffs, and what is his role going forward? All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. So let's talk a little bit about Scotty Mayfield and his season with the Islanders. And I think this was a a good, solid campaign for Scotty Mayfield. And the thing I liked most about his performance this year was he was more consistent and got better as the season went on. And by the time the playoffs rolled around, you knew Scotty Mayfield was a reliable defenseman. He's not going to put up a lot of points, two goals, 15 points while playing in all 56 games for the Islanders, a plus two on the plus minus, had 79 shots on goal in 56 games. So maybe, you know, four shots on goal for every three games he plays. The thing about Mayfield that maybe some people forget, Scott Mayfield is six foot five, 220 pounds. He has very good size for uh, an NHL defenseman, and, you know, his job this past year, he was paired with Nick Letty from almost all of the season, and for Scotty Mayfield, you know, Letty was the guy who was going to take chances and race up the ice with the puck and carry it and, you know, do all those things that an offensive-minded defenseman did, but one of the reasons that Letty was even able to take those chances was because he knew he had Scott Mayfield uh, alongside him, and if he made a mistake, Mayfield would be there to sort of bail him out and 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 cover for him. Uh, Mayfield, 76 hits, 108 block shots. So that's, you know, a little less than two block shots per game and maybe one and a third hits per game. Mayfield is not the kind of guy who's going to, throw the body around quite like a clutterbuck or a or or a Matt Martin but he is a guy who you know will contest opposing players in front of the Islanders goal and knows how to clear the puck out and get back and play sound positional hockey so you know I think Scott Mayfield had a very solid season the beautiful thing about it was the increased consistency that we really saw from Mayfield by the end of the year. And in the playoffs, you know, we saw more from Scott Mayfield offensively. 
You know, he added two goals, uh, had four assists in all 19 games, which puts him ahead of his season, uh, you know, pace. But the, the beautiful thing about Mayfield in the playoffs was his plus minus. And you see what he was able to accomplish and what he meant to this team's stability by his plus minus in the playoffs. In 19 games, Scott Mayfield was a plus 12 in the postseason, was only a a minus in three of the 19 games, and then he had games like a plus three against Pittsburgh, another plus three against Boston, a, a plus four against Boston. And, you know, those kind of games just show you that he does indeed make a difference by being out there on the ice. And I am... Look, if if there was an injury to Adam Pellick or Ryan Pulak, I am confident that Scott Mayfield, for a few games at least, could do a, a satisfactory job of filling in on the top pairing. He has played, you know a good amount of minutes in a lot of these games. You look at the playoffs, 25 minutes, 43 seconds, 30 minutes, 9 seconds. Yeah, an overtime game, but 26 minutes, 24 minutes, uh, 22 minutes in a number of games. You see that he is capable of being out there on the ice and playing a strong defensive game. Is he as good as Pelican Pulak? No, but he is capable of filling in on that role going forward. Now, next year, where does Scott Mayfield fit in? I think he'll be on the second pair again, and then the question becomes, who's his partner going to be? And, you know, do they move Noah Dobson up and have him play alongside Scotty Mayfield? Maybe. Do they bring in somebody? You know, I I did mention that the Islanders are very likely to sign uh, another defenseman, a left-handed shot to play alongside either Mayfield or, you know, again, maybe to play alongside Andy Green and you move Noah Dobson up to the second pair. Mayfield is at the point where, you know, if you bring in a veteran and move him alongside Andy Green and you move Dobson, who's still, you know, 2021, alongside Mayfield, Mayfield could certainly handle it and cover for Dobson and teach Dobson a few things about, you know, when to take a chance, when to stay back. Uh, you know, I think that Mayfield will continue to have a top four defenseman role and, and a positive impact on this Islanders team throughout the 2021-22 season. He is a big part of this team's plans, and it has been great to watch him mature over the course of his NHL career. You know, I was fortunate enough to interview Scott Mayfield when he was still in juniors and hadn't even done anything more than uh, been at a rookie camp for the Islanders. And just to watch him grow up and mature and develop as a player and as a and mature as a person has been uh, really nice to see over the last, you know, several seasons since he made his uh, Islanders debut. Now, you know, they drafted him back in 2011. I can't believe it's been that long and Mayfield a bargain at $1.75 million salary per year. So uh, 
he not only helps the Islanders get game in and game out on the ice, but he benefits them uh, by being a good value against the salary cap right now. So uh, I think this is probably Scott Mayfield's prime. This is probably, you know, what he's going to be. I don't expect that he's going to suddenly start adding a lot of offense to his game, uh, you know, over the course of a, an 82-game season. If he stays healthy and, and, and plays in all 82 games, maybe he's a, you know, 20 to 25-point guy max. But give me that plus-minus, give me the size, give me the steady play, and you've got a great second-pair defenseman in Scott Mayfield. Again, like many of the Islanders' defensemen, uh, kind of overlooked by a lot of media members and and casual fans, but if you watch this guy game in and game out, you like what you see from Scott Mayfield. All right, we will be back with our Islanders' birthday of the day and some parting thoughts about free agency and everything happening around the New York Islanders, so stay with us. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Let's celebrate freedom of choice because, you know, Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There is something for everyone. And look, listen to some of these great flavors. Double chocolate, strawberry, German chocolate, coconut, raspberry, and my personal favorite, cookies and cream, which just, I I, I always, you know, cookies and cream, ice cream, eh, not always so healthy, but When you have a Built Bar, it tastes great, and yes, it is good for you. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors that are available. Now, let's check out the macros. Each bar has either 17 or 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, only four, maybe five grams of sugar, and only four or five grams of net carbs. All amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy, and oh yeah, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, so isn't that neat? Right now, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and, you know, this is a player who had a very good NHL career, but was only an Islander for 33 games back in the late 1980s. I'm talking about defenseman Reed Larson. Larson will be 65 years old today. Originally drafted by the Detroit Red Wings in the second round of the 1976 draft. Spent three quality years Uh, with the University of Minnesota, and then joined the Red Wings late in the 1976-77 season. Stuck with Detroit for uh, all the way through the 85-86 year, and he was traded to Boston at the trade deadline, then played for three teams in 1988-89. Started the season in Edmonton, went on to play 33 games with the Islanders, and then on to the Minnesota North Stars, uh, last year in the NHL was 1989-90 when he played one game with the Buffalo Sabres. For the Islanders, 33 games, 7 goals, 20 points. Those are pretty darn 
good numbers for an offensive defenseman. And uh, Reed Larson put them up. He played 904 games in the NHL in his career. 222 goals, 685 points, and 1,391 penalty minutes. Add 32 playoff games, 4 goals, 11 points. And he even went on to play for the Minnesota Arctic Blast of the Roller Hockey International League in 1994, playing six games and having six points. We're going to go back and look at one of Reed Larson's better games with the Islanders. February 16th, 1989, at the Old Barn, the Nassau Coliseum, the visiting team, the St. Louis Blues, and they had... Greg Millen in goal to start the game, while Kelly Rudy was the Islanders' netminder. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Brian Trottier, his 14th from Greg Gilbert and Miko Makala at 8.37. Islanders. But the Blues tied it up. Paul Cavallini, his 4th from Mike Lawler and Greg Pazlowski at 13.51. After the first period, it's a 1-1 hockey game. But in the second period, the Islanders get going. They started off on the power play with Craig Cox in the box for hooking. Reed Larson, our Islanders' birthday of the day, tallies his eighth goal of the year. Trottier and Makala with the helpers at 5.07, Islanders. The Islanders' power play continued. Tom Tilly off for hooking. And Pat LaFontaine scores his 31st. Gerald Diddick and Jeff Norton with the assist. 3-1, Islanders. Two minutes and 12 seconds later, Alan Kerr gets his eighth from Mark Bergevin, and the Islanders led 4-1, and then late in the period, Randy Wood makes it 5-1, his eighth from Pat LaFontaine, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, give an assist to Reed Larson. After two periods, it's 5-1 Islanders. Brett Hull would score two goals for the Blues in the third period, one on the power play from Cavallini and Bernie Federko early in the period, and then one in the final minute of the game uh, from Federko and Peter Zezel. But in between that, well, it was Pat LaFontaine for the Islanders, his 32nd, Brad Delgarno and Dale Henry with the assist, and then uh, a power play goal for Delgarno, his 11th, Another assist for Reed Larson and Pat LaFontaine. Final score in this one, Islanders 7 and the Blues 3. Kelly Rudy, 26 saves to earn the win. Pat LaFontaine, 2 goals, 2 assists for a 4-point night, followed closely by Reed Larson, our Islanders' birthday of the day. 1 goal, 2 assists, and a plus 1 on the game. So, again, a very happy uh, 65th birthday to Reed Larson. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Before we go, I just wanted to, again, reiterate, there is no reason to panic right now. The one thing I think over the last three years that we have learned is that Lou Lamorello, as the general manager of the National Hockey League's New York Islanders, is in the Hall of Fame for a reason. And no, look, Lou is not infallible. He is far from perfect, but he is very, very good at what he does. And there is a method to his madness. So relax. Don't get panicked that nothing has happened so far in the first two days of free agency. 
the the teams that you know make big splashes in free agency don't always make big splashes when it comes to playoff time and let the process play out before you start to worry about whether or not you know oh no the Islanders aren't doing anything believe me they're doing something it just hasn't been announced yet it's going on behind the scenes and the Islanders will be absolutely fine once they uh you know make their moves and again also keep in mind that the important thing in hockey is what you go to war with in the playoffs the islanders finished 4th in their division this year but they went on a longer playoff run than any other team in their division and that means that the islanders despite finishing 4th had a more successful season than any other team in the division last year. So trust the process. In lieu, we trust. And believe me, once something does happen, we will be here on the Locked On Islanders podcast to cover it from top to bottom. We'll be back Monday with a look at Anthony Bavillier, his season, and what we can expect from Bo looking forward. And of course, we will give you any updates on any signings, re-signings, trades, or anything else that happens that is Islanders-related. NBA draft goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Or you can watch it after the fact. All of this great information still up there and you can keep up to date with all the analysis on the NBA draft. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Wishing everyone a great weekend. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.